the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. The sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. I'm just about that action, boss. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, know the voice, know the guy. It's me, really real, feeling real. It's real from a junior at your service. And we, this is the last time you may, well, Scott may have another podcast, but you're going to the last time you're going to hear from me in the regular season of the NBA NFL Gambling Podcast. We're talking Saturday. Saturday football, no Thursday games. We're playing on Saturday this week. We got two games to talk about, and you know my guy Scott, Scott Studio Rochelle is with me. Scott, what's going on? Yeah, nothing much. It's actually two meaningful games on Saturday, which is interesting. Well, it's yep. meaningful for three teams. Shout out to the Raiders. They're just chilling. But yeah. three of the teams care, so it should be interesting. Uh, still money to be made. Overall, looking forward to it. Definitely a weird type of episode because it's the first DFS episode that's not based on Thursday because there is no Thursday night game. So we are pivoting. It's why this episode is coming out later in the week. Still, DFS is going to be existing and we're going to cover it. So let's do it. Yeah, we got props. We have sides, totals, DFS, all of that. Everything we do in Thursday show we're doing on Saturday for both of these two teams. So let's just go ahead and dive in with the first game on the slate, 4.30 p.m. on the East Coast. We are talking the Kansas City Chiefs going to play the Las Vegas Raiders in Vegas. Nine and a half. The Chiefs are laying nine and a half. Fifty-two and a half is the total injury report here that I see for these two teams. And Josh Jacobs is questionable. Jackson Barton, the tackle, is questionable. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, Harrison Buckner is questionable with the back injury. Sky Moore is out. Nicole Hardman is questionable. All right. We know the Chiefs haven't been good against the spread this season. They're really, really bad when they're laying this number. Mm-hmm. Is this just another fate of the Chiefs not being able to cover the number in the last game of the season? Or is or are the Raiders really this bad? The Raiders suck, but they were competitive against the Niners last week. They arguably should have won the game. Stidham looked good. Now, is it fluky? Probably to some degree. However, Kansas City doesn't need style points. If they win this game, they officially get the one seed in the AFC. So they should just be focused on just trying to win the game. And I don't think they really care by how much they win the game. I think it's a great in-play spot. I think the Raiders are going to fall behind early. And the Chiefs will do what they always do, which is drain clock, kind of stop trying offensively. And you'll see the Raiders maybe sneak in through the back door. I think I'm going to take the Raiders in this spot. I just think it's too many points. The Raiders, even though they have nothing to play for, 
They look good last week. They did lose the game. The defense sucks. Like, there's no way around it. The defense is awful. So my favorite play in this game is the over. I expect a lot of points in this game. I think Stidham's good enough to move it against this defense because they really don't think Kansas City's defense is that good. Give me the over and I'll link to the Raiders. I think this number is a little bit too high. All right. For me, I'm all over Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City doesn't cover much this number much, but I think this is one of the spots. I think that last week was a complete fluke by the Raiders and just more of Vegas pulling the trigger and making sure that the Raiders covered those 10 points any way possible. So I think that this is more of a back down to earth spot for the Raiders and Jarrett Stidham. And people remembering this, it's not the system. Stidham is actually a bad quarterback. And Patrick Mahomes still has something to play for. Like, yes, they're playing for the one seed. They need to get a win and to hold hold on to it and then hope some good things come in their favor with Buffalo. But it's more of the fact that Patrick Mahomes has a $1.5 million incentive if he wins MVP. And can we both say fairly confidently that this MVP race is between Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts? Honestly, no. I just think it's over. Yes. Yeah, so is Mahomes. I, I don't. I don't think Hertz has, has a shot at this point. You can make the argument with Minshew being that bad last week. Maybe Hertz comes back, has a big game. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, you can't win MVP if you miss two games. Like I, I'm, I wouldn't vote for him. I, I think that Mahomes should win it. They lost Tyree Kill. They're in line to be the one seed in the AFC. Yeah. I think it's Mahomes, barring an atrocious performance against the Raiders. But I do agree that if you want to talk about him stat padding, if that's the passing yards prop. Yards. 420. Let me let me give you the exact. Do you want to save it for props? Or you want to talk about it now? Nope. Talking about it now. Okay. 430 passing yards for the NFL record. Yep. He can do that. Like he can do that. And and it's really just more and that's why I'm on the nine and a half, because I think he finished he finishes the first half with like two fifty. And if he finishes the first half with 250, he's going to look at that record and be like, all right, give me a quarter. He's going to tell Andy Reid, give me a quarter. Mm -hmm. Just give me one more quarter to get there. And whether he does or not, I think it's still going to be a bunch of points on the board where the Raiders are just not going to be able to overcome that. So that's why I'm on the nine and a half. That's why I love the over. Like you had the same exact prop that I was going to mention, but I, or at least the record footnote, I have to like the over because of it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I know for a fact, like Kansas City team total over, I don't feel comfortable with the Raiders and what the Raiders will put forth offensively, but I do feel comfortable with Kansas City getting their team total over. All right. Yeah, I agree. Let's see here. We can let's break down both games and then we'll do our props and you can dib whichever game you want for props. So next game in the slate, we have. The AFC South Championship game. Tennessee Titans are going to Jacksonville to play the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are laying six. 40 is the total injury report here for these two teams. And you have Trevor Lawrence, who is officially questionable. Yeah, okay. Trevor Walker okay. is questionable. Okay. <laughs> uh, Brandon Sheriff, the offensive lineman, questionable. You have for Tennessee, Traylon Burks is questionable. Christian Fulton, Amani Hooker, uh, Josh Thompson, three DBs that are going to be out. Well, Fulton is doubtful, but he's more than likely going to be out. <sighs> are you laying six and a half with Jacksonville? We'll say that. 
I first of all, I love the idea that they're going to list Lawrence as questionable, just so Vrabel will include a sprinkle of CJ Beathard highlights to go through for fit. Like, yeah, right. what are we doing here? Like, it's yeah, it's right. a winner go home game. Like, you know, Lawrence is playing. Like, what what is this? But I think I have to. I think Tennessee sucks. Like, I, I want to make a case. There, I get it. You know, it's a game where Jacksonville. The nerves are going to be all, all on them because they might make the playoffs for the first time since Bortles was there as their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tennessee got embarrassed by this team about a month ago. Ingram went for 160-something receiving yards. The weather's not great. It's supposed to rain, which actually does help Tennessee. I think I have to take Jacksonville here, though. Tennessee is bad at everything. Uh, defensively, they find a way to hold their own, kind of, but they're allowing the most passing yards per game in the league. And offensively they're using Dobbs who has been bouncing around the league mostly in preseason rosters for his entire career he was okay against the Cowboys the only reason why he's starting is because Willis was so bad they wanted to use anybody besides him I think I got to take Jacksonville at home people have criticized the home crowd for not showing up at their games I get it I'm expecting a borderline sellout here because this is probably the most important game in Jacksonville's football history in the last, I don't even know, five, six years. It's It's been a long time since the Jaguars have had a meaningful game in January. I think I'm going to take the, the home team. They're peaking at the right time. They're playing good football. Tennessee's lost like six in a row. They do have extra prep time. But they're really, really bad. I, I think I got to take Jacksonville. I hate it, but I think I'm going to lean Jacksonville. Oh, the extra prep time is what gets me to Tennessee. Yeah. 100% the extra prep time is what gets me to Tennessee. And just, I don't care about the, the quarterback position. Derrick Henry owns the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Derrick Henry owns his team. He is really, really good. Vrabel, very, very good as an underdog. What is this? 15 and 6 ATS, mm-hmm. including the playoffs. And this is a playoff game. Like, this is going to be a playoff game atmosphere. This is going to be a close game. This is going to be a three-point game. I don't think this spread. It's gotten to a point where it's unbettable. The spread is unbettable, I don't think. I don't. I would have taken it earlier this week, but unfortunately, it has yeah. crossed some key numbers there. This will go to seven. Like I, I just think you're going to see an avalanche of public money on Saturday just based on how Tennessee's played the last month and a half. Yeah. So I think it's going to cross to seven. So I think I'm leaning Jacksonville still. I think Tennessee has a lead, and Trevor Lawrence has a fourth quarter comeback to win the division. Okay. That is my prediction for it. Tennessee has the lead, and Trevor Lawrence has a fourth quarter comeback to win the division because Tennessee's secondary is so bad. I I, I can't I can't lay six and a half with Jacksonville. I, I cannot get there at all. I'm rooting for Jacksonville for this game, for the record. Tennessee bores the crap out of me. Yeah. I, th- I, I think Jacksonville's would, actually entertaining. I would prefer to see Jacksonville in there, but I think Tennessee's going to do what it takes to at least cover this spread. At the yeah, you, you still think they're going to fall short. You just think they're going to remain competitive. Yeah, this they're covering the six and a half. There's no doubt in my mind they're covering. They're covering the six and a half. I'm betting this game, and I'm betting Tennessee six. And, I'm waiting for it to get to seven so I can take seven, but... I am betting this game 100%. I thought about a teaser maybe if I was going to take Tennessee, like maybe Tennessee in the under, especially yeah, with the bad that's weather. What I was just about to ask you, but, 40. Total sitting at 40, bad weather, Derrick Henry on the ground. It seems like this under is just in a playoff game. Defenses probably step up a little bit. Yeah, it just seems like the 40, under 40 is a great play. I want to lean over, but the but the rain is definitely concerning to me. Uh, I think I'll lean under and just hope Tennessee does enough uh, both with their defense and 
on the contrary, does nothing offensively that they drag the total down. It might be ugly. Give me a 2013 type game. Jacksonville gets up. They try to drain clock in the fourth. I see this game going under. All right. Before we talk about props, I got to talk to you about the official online sports book of Sports Gambling Podcast Network, and that is WinBet, where you can do live bets. You can do your regular pregame bets. You have the DJ parlay wheel that they have, and they be pulling out over there. You have the build your own bet section. Man, it's so much. Promos, odds, payouts, everything you need, plus new customers. Sign up, bet $100. You win a $100 free bet. Win or lose, $100 free bet, just like that. Limited to state availability. All you have to do is go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-T to claim your free bet today. All subject change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be torn your order and present state where plate the winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Oh, we got to do first touchdown bets. We didn't do first touchdown for either game. We should have did that. Well, we we briefly went through the actual spreads and everything, so I actually don't mind how we went through it. Yeah, all right. Well, no, let's do first touchdown before we do props. Yeah, we're going to do that. I'm just saying I didn't mind going through the actual spreads first. Oh, yeah, no, no, that's fine. All right, first touchdown in the Kansas City Chiefs and Las Vegas Raider game. I will. Let's see here. How do we want to play this? They still have Kadarius Tony in his Giants jersey on this book. It's disgusting. What a disgusting act. All right. Give me Kansas City's defense at 25 to 1 for sure. I think Stidham is not a good quarterback, and I think everything last week was fool's gold. Do you want to include special teams or no? Because you can get 28 to 1 if you don't include the special nah, teams. Nah, give me the, uh, knowing my luck, I, I fold. Give me special teams. Okay. So 25 to 1 there. I will take Patrick Mahomes at fifteen to one. There's nobody with a touchdown incentive, so I see twenty-two to one for Mahomes. Oh yeah, I'll definitely take twenty-two for sure. That's my two Kansas City. In the off chance that Vegas actually does do something, give me Foster Moreau, forty-five to one down the middle, and. Uh, Eh, yeah, let's just take both tight ends. Give me Darren Waller to 18 1. All right. All right. So for mine, I'm going to go with a little bit of chalk. I'm going to go with Jarek McKinnon uh, at around 950. Yeah. He's, how, what is this? Like eight, nine games of scoring in a row? He's just cooking. And, and it, it, it's mostly in the actual pass catching element of it, but I'm not sold in the Raiders linebackers to actually stay with him. McCaffrey just had 70 something receiving yards. The linebackers for the Raiders aren't great in pass coverage. I think McKinnon's got a good shot here. I don't know if you see a better line, but I see 950. So I'll go with him. Uh, besides that, I'm trying to think of where any other value might be for the Chiefs because I do want to go with the two and two approach. I think I will go with. Noah Gray at 26 to 1. Uh, Maybe you see a better price, but I think Gray will be involved in some red zone packages. Maybe even a QB sneak if they want to do the sneaky play where he goes under center and he potentially takes one. So I'll go with him at 26 to 1. I got 40 to 1 for you. Okay, I'll take the 30 to 1. Thank you. Uh, And for the Raiders, I will go with. I'm going to pivot completely from Jacobs because he hasn't practiced all week. I think there's a good chance he kind of doesn't really participate at all in this game or he barely is involved. I'm thinking about Brandon Bolden. By the way, if you want a seriously telling sign here, Bolden and Jacobs have the same odds for first touchdown. 
Hmm. But, so you, you might want to get on some Jacobs unders this week because yeah. based on how it's priced, it seems like Jacobs is going to be a complete non-factor this week. Um, but yeah, you know what? I will go with... Oh, do I want to go with Bolden? I'm going to go with Waller. I'm going to go with you. Uh, Waller at... I forgot. What did you say the price was? 18-1. I see 23. Good. So I'll go with Waller, 23. And give me Jared Stidham at 33-1. to one. He almost scored against the Niners last week, got tackled the one-yard line. But he's mobile. He can move a little bit. I think Stidham at 33-1 to one is worth a look. All right. I like it. I don't know if you have a better price, but I found 33. Yeah, no, I think it's all right. I think it's all right. Let's go over to the championship game, the AFC South championship game. And first touchdown there. I'll let you go first this time. By the way, Stidham, I found 45 to one, actually. So okay. give me that. Yeah. Better odds. Yep. All right. I'm over to you for Tennessee and Jacksonville first touchdown. Okay. Uh, so Tennessee, Jacksonville. Oh, boy. What do I want to go with here? Um. Okay. I got, I got to start off with your least favorite player. I got to take Evan Ingram. Yeah. I got to do it. He had 160 plus yards and two touchdowns in that dead. Okay. Tennessee cannot guard the tight end. Uh, you made a killing last week in DFS because you gave out Dalton Schultz as your captain, and he had two mm-hmm. touchdowns. Tennessee's useless against the tight end position. So I got to go with Ingram at 10 to 1. I think there's value there. Uh, for my second one, I will go with. Uh, sorry, I see 11 to 1 on Ingram. So I'll go with Ingram there. Uh, what else do I want? I don't see many good like value plays for some deep, yeah, some, deep options here. I, I kind of got an idea of what I want to do, but like I would have liked to get more value out of some of these picks. I thought about like Jamichael Hasty, but I don't think the price is big enough. You know, yeah, he, no. he had a touchdown last week, but meh. I think last week was the time to be on him. Yeah, in a game that didn't matter. I think that was the time to be on. I think it was too, but uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pivot a little bit. I'll go with Jacksonville defense. Uh, I'll include the special teams at 25 to 1. You have Dobbs. I don't think he's very good. He looked okay against the Cowboys. They looked disinterested for half the game. Plus, the Cowboys didn't give up any points for the final like quarter and a half. Like if I felt like the game got close. Dallas started trying again, and it was over. But Jacksonville's been very good at pressure on the quarterback, and I do think they could really create problems for Tennessee's offense in this game. So I'll go with once again Ingram at eleven to one and Jacksonville defense and special teams at twenty five to one. And then to pivot over to Tennessee, I'll go with Westbrook Aquina at uh twenty six to one. And I'll go with uh who else do I want? Uh I'll go with Austin Hooper. Uh, I see Hooper at thirty to one. All right. Those will be my four. For Jacksonville. Give me Chig at 19 to 1. I they they are trying to get him involved in offense. So I see 25. Not, I mean not Chig, but not for Jacksonville, but for Tennessee. Yeah, I see 25, 25 to 1. Yeah, so. I'll take 25 to 1 on Chig, and I will take oh man. I can't do five to one with Henry, even though I really do think it. Potentially is Henry. Give me Burks. I'll do Burks. 16-1. I see 18. Perfect. Jacksonville, I will take... 
I'll take both of the guys that are going. No, no, those are they're not. Uh, they're so unfairly priced. We'll talk about them later, but I'm not taking Ingram. I'm not doing it. Give me Trevor Lawrence, eighteen to one. I couldn't say no to Ingram. I, I just thought the value was good, but yeah. Yeah, give me Trevor Lawrence, and I'm with you. Give me Jacksonville's defense. Lawrence and Jacksonville's defense, good enough for me. Okay. Uh, so uh, we're going to have to try to run through those again because uh, the prices were kind of all over the place. So uh, for the Jaguars game, we'll go backwards. You have Burks at 18 to 1. You have uh, Kunkwu at 25 to 1. You have Lawrence at 18. And you have Jacksonville defense and special teams at 25. I have Jacksonville defense and special teams at 25. I have Ingram at 11 to 1. I have Hooper at uh, just pulling up the price here. I have Hooper at thirty to one, and I also have Westbrook Akina at twenty six to one. And then for that Chiefs game, oh boy. Uh, okay, I got to remember this. I'd I'd stood him at forty five to one. Yeah, I had. We both had Waller at twenty three to one, I believe. Yep. I threw in. Uh, McKinnon at around 950. I had Mahomes. You had Mahomes at, um, trying to remember what that price was. I got 15 to 1. Hey, you had 15 there. And I had, uh, Noah Gray, who I had at around 20, what was it, 26 to 1, 28 to 1. And then I had Foster Moreau at 45 to 1. Yeah, you took the tight ends for the Raiders. Okay. Yep. That's, that sums up the first uh, touchdown score. All right, let's go straight into props because I cannot wait to give this out. It is such a system play. It probably may be, if not one of the most bet props of the. It's actually just went up. I, I it just went up. Derrick Henry is now sitting at ninety and a half rushing yards. That was not where I thought you were going to go for this. By the way, oh, 100%. you said most bet. My mind immediately went to Mahomes passing yards. Yeah, no, I mean that's of course that's on the list as well. But mm-hmm. dog, Derrick Henry is going to run. Just going through his last games against the Titans, he's hit this number in four of the last five. And if you listen to these totals, 121, 130, 215, 84, 159. We can even go down two more games if you want. There's a 44 in there. So don't act like I'm not throwing you the outlier. There's a 44 in there. 238. I will... I'll live and die with Derrick Henry here. Give me Derrick Henry over 90 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, I mean, Derrick Henry's Derrick Henry. Uh, he could have played last week. They rested him, so he should be fully, fully healthy. I thought you might pivot maybe to rushing attempts as well, which I saw at about 21 and a half. I guess the concern is game flow, but Henry should get the ball 30 times. <laughs> I mean, yeah. the weather's not good either. Dobbs, they don't trust. They trust him more than Willis, but that doesn't mean anything. I think if Henry doesn't yeah. have 30 attempts. That's a foul. It might be a Packers type game on Thursday night. I know he went under because he didn't get many yards per carry. But in that Thursday night game, he had like 30 something, he had like 30 carries and they just gave him the ball every play. I think you're going to see a similar game here. You're paying him a lot of money. It's a win or go home game. I think Henry probably he might not even need to average that many yards per carry to go over. If he gets the workload you need, you might get there on maybe like three and a half yards of carry. Yeah, I agree. All right, okay. what's your first prop? Uh, my first one's the one I just said, Mahomes over 320 and a half passing yards at minus 114. You can take the alt lines. I know 400 plus is, I believe, 410. 
you can really take any props you want. I, I know that uh, one book released his odds to actually break the record, and that was like plus six fifty, plus six fifty, I think. Which I'm not sure if I'm sold on. That seems a little bit low. But the point is, I like Mahomes passing yards over. He's had at least three twenty-eight in three of the last four. He's had at least three twenty-eight in eight of the last eleven. And once again, he needs four thirty to break the all-time record. He's also going for an MVP. Chiefs throw the ball a bunch anyway. I think Mahomes is going to get the green light of all green lights to throw the ball 50-something times in this game. Give me the over for passing yards for Mahomes. All right. I'm assuming you have the same prop. I do. Okay. I'm trying to pivot so I can we can give out different props. No, we can we can just we can do two. We we still have three others. Yeah, all right. So well, you know that's my second one. I'll just let you go ahead and give out your second one. Okay. So my second one's Devontae Adams. Uh, over 77 and a half receiving yards at minus 114. I have no idea why this number is in the 70s. I don't understand this at all. I know that Stidham is relatively new, but in his first game as a starter, Adams had 153 receiving yards against the best defense in the league. Uh, he's had at least 95 receiving yards, underrated prop or, or stat here. He's had at least 95 receiving yards in five of his last six home games. Mm-hmm. So in Dome, he's actually been very good. And he had 124 receiving yards in the first meeting. Yes, I know Derek Carr was the quarterback, but it's in a Dome. Chiefs defense stinks. I think that Stidham could potentially air it out. Jacobs is hurt. They might pivot more to a pass-happy approach here. 77.5 for the best receiver in football, in my opinion. Way too low. I'm on the over for Adams. I think he might go for 120. All right. Yeah, I'm with you. That number is crazy low. Yeah, it is. It is. And I'm with you. I think he's really going to have like 80% of the yards that Stidham has. He's going to have like 80% of them. For me, which is kind of cool because that means I kind of still put my – I still kind of have three props, even though I didn't say my analysis for the Patrick Mahomes. You hit it on the head. I'm taking my last prop and I'm splitting it in half because – and I'm playing the contract of symptoms. I am. Christian Kirk and Zay Jones both need 91 and 98 yards, respectively, to get $500,000. I had such a hard time evaluating the incentives this year because some of them are in meaningful games. Yes. And, and I couldn't where, factor it in. This is where I'm iffy because I'm like, this is a meaningful game. They're not going to force these guys target to get the money because they want to make sure they win and make the playoffs. However... I think that Tennessee secondary sucks. They're beat up, hurt, everything. One of these two is going to get close to their incentive, if not break the incentive. So here's how we're going to do it. Split it in half. Christian Kirk, alternate receiving yards, 75 plus, plus 150. And uh, Zay Jones, alternate receiving yards, 75 plus, plus 180. I feel like I'm going to get one of them. Okay. Uh, is so that's your third and fourth, or you joined that's, you joined no, so them together? Third, so that's my third. They were together as one. So I had oh, okay Henry, I had Mahomes, and then I had these two as my third together as one, splitting the unit up. So one full unit, half is going on Zay Jones alternate seventy five, half is going on Christian Kirk alternate seventy five. Both at plus money, both pretty decent plus money, plus one fifty, plus one eighty. Like I like my chances. I like my chances in one or both of these guys getting paid 
and against a secondary that is not good. Like they're not good. They're gonna they're gonna force the ball between both of these guys for the most part. So I like my chances. So I'm gonna pivot and take a non-contract incentive guy. Once again, your favorite player. I'm taking Evan Ingram at 46 and a half receiving yards at minus 120. I know the weather is bad, but I have no idea how the hell this is at 46 and a half. He's had at least 60 receiving yards in three of the last four games. Once again, in the first meeting this season, he had 162 and two touchdowns. It's 46 and a half. Now, I get the argument is maybe Tennessee pivots and tries to. I don't even think you can double-team Ingram because you still have to deal with Kirk and you have to deal with Zay Jones and some other weapons. But Tennessee cannot guard the tight end position. They can't do it. And Tennessee is allowing 279.3 passing yards per game, which is the most in the league. Ingram can get there on two receptions. Like He might, he might just get loose in the seam and go for a 40-yard gain. But 46.5 is absurd. I'm a, I got to take the over at minus 120. That number is way too low. All right. That's it for our three props. I had a I had a fourth one if I wanted to throw oh, a button go ahead. in there. Yeah. yeah, I got Riley Patterson over one and a half field goals at minus one ten. Uh he's made at least two field goals in five of the last six. He's attempted at least two field goals in seven of the last eight. And he's made he made three field goals in the first meeting. I think one and a half's too low. I think Patterson's a good kicker. I'll take the over one and a half. All right. And yeah, no, I'm with you. That's that's a really good prop. Let's let's go ahead and get into DFS. So this is going to be classic style. This is not showdown style. It's not going to be one game. We're picking from the two games, and we're picking quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, tight end, flex, defense. I mean, I think the quarterback position is easy. Maybe you did a contrarian lineup. I'm not going contrarian with the quarterback at all. It's pretty obvious. I'm going Patrick Mahomes, president of the Patrick Mahomes fan club. He wants to go for the record. He wants to lock up the MVP if he hasn't locked it up already. I think he goes out here and puts it on the Raiders. Yeah, I got Mahomes too. He's got the contract incentive. He's indoors. His team's competing for something. I would have considered taking Lawrence, but the weather kind of scared me off of it. I got to go with Mahomes here. All right. What's your first running back? So my running backs actually went cheap. Uh, I went with, first of all, I went with Pacheco. I can't say that I'm really sold to him in this matchup. I mean, you're going through the actual lineup or price disparity here, and Pacheco is 6,500, McKinnon 7,700. There's really not many great running back options because there's only, excuse me, two games. So I took Pacheco. I think he could catch a screen pass. Maybe he'll score a touchdown here. Uh, Raiders are also bad against the run. So maybe if the Chiefs decide in the second half, screw the incentives, we're trying to win this game. Maybe Pacheco gets positive game flow work. Mm-hmm. I took Pacheco at 6,500 as my first running back. All right. For my first one, I just let's just go ahead and knock all my chalk picks out. Derrick Henry. I'm not fading Derrick Henry in this spot. I'm not. I think that it is a great opportunity for him to just go do what he does. It's a bad weather game. They're going to force feed him the ball. He owns Jacksonville. Like, this is just pure Derrick Henry on the goal line, get the goal line touches, have a bunch of yards during the game. Give me Derrick Henry. I actually didn't take Henry. I, I tried to go full contrarian because I felt like Henry's no, going to be no. on. You got to be contrarian somewhere in his line. Yeah. So I'm with you. Go ahead. My go second running back, Brandon Bolden at 5,000. I went very cheap. And the I feel so good about it since he's got the same first touchdown odds as Josh Jacobs. That tells me all I need to know. 
That means Jacobs is going to be fool's gold the entire week. It means he's not going to do anything this entire game. I'm on Bolden. Uh, they still have Zamir White, who they barely use. I think McDaniels just hates him because he doesn't get any work. <laughs> Bolden, they have history back in New England. So Bolden's definitely a well-liked guy by uh, McDaniels, and he tries to give him a lot of workload. I think he had like eight or nine carries last week. But give me Bolden. It's mostly a cheap pivot off of Jacobs, who I think is barely going to be a factor in this game. Give me Bolden. I think at 5000 it's a good price. All right. As you can tell, I went pretty expensive on some wide receivers. So, Yeah, no, you did. I can't wait to hear it. For me, my second one, you went Bolden. Yeah. I went off the reservation, Scott. But off the reservation. This is a gut call by me. You want Jermichael Hasty? No. Okay. Give me Zamir White. Okay. For the Las Vegas Raiders. I, I, I knew I was going to pivot off of Jacobs. I just think McDaniels despises White with a passion. He might. He very well might. Or Samir White could win me a million dollars. Because, look, okay, we understand, you know, he hasn't played that much all season. He's actually coming off an ankle injury. This is why another reason I liked him. He got that questionable tag. You know I like that questionable tag with people. He has two games where... He rushed two for 28 and two for 24. 12 yards of carry. Okay. He can, he's explosive. He, we all saw him at Georgia. We know he's a good running back. It's just, will they free Zamir White? And in a game where nothing matters, where you really don't have that nose down in between the tackles guy in Bolden or Amir Abdullah, Zamir White could get a couple carries take them have some good runs i mean he's still even 16 he's got 16 attempts six six yards on the season that's still five yards per carry if zamir white goes it takes a couple of carries early in the game and breaks through why would they not just say all right let's just see what we got at him and give him the ball more like this could be the opportunity that zamir white has been waiting for all season and it comes last game of the season so i'm calling my shot Give me Zamir White in the lineup. And we have the same team. thought process. I yeah, just went with we just Bolden. Pick a different player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Zamir White, that is that is off the reservation. He has 16 carries for 66 yards this season. Like I think I also I, like Bolden because he can pass catch a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A hundred percent. I it's the New England connection for me. I just think when in doubt, he's going to go to all reliable and use Bolden in some yeah, spots. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think Bolden is the play. I just I wanted to I know I have three players in this lineup that majority of people are going to have. Oh, Bolden might be like one of the most well-owned guys because of how cheap his overall salary is. Yeah. Man, this is going to be fun. All right. Next, wide receivers. Uh, Let me just go ahead and get my chalk wide receiver out the way. Devontae Adams. Yeah, I got him too. All right. Next on my receiver list, though, and you know it was a coin toss. I went with the guy that was cheaper, Zay Jones. Now, I do actually have – no, I lied. I don't have the salary for Christian Kirk now. So, yeah, I'm sticking with Zay Jones. And it's just because he has the contract incentive. He – you know, we're talking about how bad Tennessee's secondary is. I don't think that he's going to get many opportunities because it's still a bad weather game, and Trevor Lawrence can definitely nerve something up. But – I do like his chances of being able to sneak into the end zone, rack up some yards throughout the game. So, yeah, I went with Zay Jones. So, 
I actually kind of baited you because I actually didn't go that expensive on wide receivers. I went double tight end for my matchup okay. to go extremely okay. to go extremely different. But my second wide receiver, I actually went with Valdez Scantling, uh, who I think is going to be very, very low rostered uh, in terms of percentage. But I do like the overall spot here. Now, he's had a very disappointing year. It's not a surprise. He's mostly a big play threat only. However, if you go by the actual snap count, he's involved in a lot of plays because to go through the numbers here last week, Scantling played 83% of the snaps. Mm -hmm. Second highest wide receiver, 65%. He was 18% higher than every other wide receiver. If you want to look at the overall season, Valdez Scantling is 20 snaps higher than any other wide receiver on the team. Yep. So he's on the he's on the field all the time. Now his stats aren't great, but with Mahomes potentially going for 450 passing yards, he needs big plays. He's going to need a big play or two, and I think Scanlon could get behind the secondary. He might have two catches for 105. That's good enough for me. I think it's a good way to pivot. Most people will look for Juju or some consistent wide receiver options for Kansas City. I think gambling on the volatile wide receiver. In a game where Mahomes might go for 400 passing yards, might be the move. I'll go with the guy that's on the field a lot. I'll take Valdez Scantlin. I have him too. I have him in the lineup too. Okay. Same, same exact handicap as you. These guys are going to get up for Patrick Mahomes, and they're going to want him to get that record. Like they want him to get that record. So, yeah, they're going to do whatever they can. And Valdez Scantling says, "Hey, if I got to streak down and I have to run, <laughs> you know, 50 yard routes every single play, I'm going to do that." in hopes that I get behind one time so that Pat can have his opportunity. So absolutely. I'm with, I'm with you. I took Vado Scantling as my last wide receiver, but I have another one in the flex that we can talk about a little bit later. Tight end position. You know me, I'm on a conquer. They, they talked about them. They're talking them up in Tennessee's side. I wanted to go cheap on tight end because I went so chalk with, you know, running back wide receiver and quarterback. And I think he's a guy that can have a two-touchdown day. Jacksonville is not that, you know, they're decent against the tight end position, not really that good. And they said that they want a role for him in this offense. It's Derrick Henry and it's Chig. So I'm taking my – I'm calling my shot. Chig goes in, gets in the end zone, has a pretty solid day overall. And it's a safety net for Josh Dobbs when he gets in trouble. Yeah, I like it. So I had another wide receiver uh, for the actual – platform that oh, i'm yeah. using yeah uh -huh. i was torn between which one to use i was going to use a tennessee one i really wanted to go contrarian in this lineup despite having Mahomes. so i was torn between using westbrook akina or using robert woods yeah i think i'm going to use woods in this one just because it seemed like he had a bit of chemistry last week with dobbs uh westbrook akina had one catch for three yards he didn't do anything last week woods can line up in a variety of spots they can put him in the slot they can kind of move him around he had a touchdown last week at 39 yards against Jacksonville in the previous meeting. He had five catches for 49. Once again, not a great performance, but it means that there's room for him to get a decent amount of targets. He had seven targets, so that's good enough for me there. I went with Robert Woods as my last choice, but I thought about Westbrook Aquina for a big play. That's really the ultimate volatile combo with Westbrook Aquina and Valdez Scaling in the same lineup. Mm -hmm. I went with Robert Woods. I think that he's more in line to go for a safe floor with a decent ceiling. And are your two tight ends, Kelsey and Ingram? Yes, they are. 
Ingram, I already explained with the prop, but once again, Tennessee cannot stop tight ends, and he went for 160 and two touchdowns in the last meeting. I have to go with Ingram here. His salary in this actual platform is 5800 It's a bargain. I, I, I have to do it. And my second one is going to be Kelsey, who I put in the flex at 8200 Kelsey's been a bit quiet, so I'm not sure if they're going to pivot off of him because of how quiet he's been the last couple of weeks. Uh, he's had 100-plus yards in two of the last three games. However, he's had zero touchdowns in each of the last five. However, he had four touchdowns in the only meeting this regular season with 25 yards and one of the weirdest stat lines of all time. I went with Kelsey. I'm really just stacking a bunch of weapons for Mahomes because he could be going for that single-season record. I needed pass catchers on Kansas City. I had Scantling. I had Kelsey. That's good enough for me. I took those two. All right. I took Juju. Okay. And I'm just leaning more to Juju being a PPR guy. Yeah. Somebody that I feel like has a very safe floor, but he can also have a pretty massive ceiling with what Patrick Mahomes is trying to do as well. There's a connection there. He looks for Juju. He finds Juju. I think this is a pretty good opportunity. So I did the double stack with Mahomes, Valdez, Kettling, and Juju. My defense may be a little bit of a shock. And unless you could talk me into Jacksonville, I took Tennessee. Yeah. And just, I think... You're you're going low budget. I mean... I think think Tennessee is in the game. I I do have the salary where I can go back and get... No, I can't get Jacksonville. I can get the Chiefs. I can't get Jacksonville. I'm surprised you didn't take the Chiefs because you said earlier that you thought Stidham would throw a pick or something, like a pick six or something. I know. Maybe I should take... It was kind of like, kind of correlated because I had Henry, you know, the defense and running back stack. Maybe I should. If... Oh, if I do take the Chiefs, that is that puts me at zero remaining salary. That's always good, right? Okay, yeah, I, I'll do the yeah. Chiefs. I'll do the Chiefs. Yeah, okay. I'll do the Chiefs. All right, because yeah, I think Stenum sucks. Like I, I think I think Stenum sucks. I probably shouldn't, but I don't care. I'm doing the Chiefs because yeah, everybody's gonna think Stenum is gonna be really good and have an amazing game like he did last week. No, he's not. He sucks. All right, what are you doing for your defense? So I actually had the I had a, I had a couple choices. I had a decent amount of salary left over. I could afford all the defenses at play. I actually went with Jacksonville in this one. The weather's not great. It's a home game. You're against basically a practice squad quarterback who got promoted. I'm not going to overreact how Dobbs looked on Thursday night. I didn't think he looked great. He just looked a lot better than Willis. Jacksonville's defense, though, last couple weeks been quietly really, really good. And they even had a touchdown last week against Houston. Yep. I think at home, you could see them get a bunch of sacks. You could see them get maybe a, a defensive touchdown. I laid it with Jacksonville. I think a lot of people are going to go for a cheaper option of defense. So I'm not sure what the percentage actually will be for Jacksonville's ownership. I went with Jacksonville. I'm really just low on Dobbs. I think Tennessee's offense is going to have problems. And that game against Derrick Henry was very weird. In the regular season, because Henry had like 100 yards in the first half. Mm-hmm. And I think he had like 10 yards in the entire second half. So Jacksonville actually did stop him. He might have even had one yard in the second half. It was something crazy. But I think Jacksonville could create a good enough game flow where Dobbs is going to have to throw the ball. And that could result in some turnovers or bad decisions. I took Jacksonville defense. All right. We're talking on the defenses. Top two defenses on the board. We took them. Yeah. All right. Before we get into our lock and anytime touchdown, we said we said chalky. Am I, am I supposed to take the Raiders defense? 
against Mahomes going for the all-time record? Like, oh no, no. But Tennessee was like, I was. You seen I had Tennessee in the last yeah. first. So no, Tennessee really makes sense if you want to go for a Vrabel finds a way to keep this game close angle. Then Tennessee's defense yeah. probably shows something. Yeah, I'm. I'm really there. I'm really. I think Tennessee's defense is. Uh, I'm. I'm almost there. You're trusting Vrabel. Sense. I get it. Yeah, it really is a trust in Vrabel. All right. Before we get into our lock in time touchdown, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, where you can sign up for the NFL Playoff Best Ball Draft Your Teams now today. They have a ton of games in, in a NBA and NHL as well. Promo code SGPN gets you a 100% deposit match up to $100 for new customers. That is promo code SGPN at underdogfantasy.com. All right, Scott, lock in anytime touchdown. Let's do it. Lock. Derrick Henry over 90 and a half rushing yards. Bad weather is Derrick Henry. He owns the Jags. Simple enough for me. For my anytime touchdown, do I go all the way in on Zamir White? What's his price? Like seven to one or something? That's the thing. It's at 340. Oh. That's what, I thought it was gonna be a lot higher. Okay. That's, but it makes me feel better about it because all right. So what do you know? Like why is his why is his price this high? I think it's the I think it's solely because they think Jacobs is not going to play. Yeah, and so I'm like, it, I don't know. I think I'm getting a pretty good price on Zamir White. Like, if you're giving somebody the ball between the tackle and the goal line, it's going to be White. But you have to get to the goal line, and that's going to mm-hmm. be an issue. So, I'm going to pivot, and I'm going to go back to Tennessee, who I think actually has a chance to win the game. And give me Chig at plus 380. Okay. So my lock, give me all the incentives. Give me Mahomes passing yards. Uh, I really like a lot of these props, to be honest. But I think Mahomes passing yards is too fun. Purdy Purdy just cooked this damn defense last week. And Mahomes, he's owned the Raiders. It's in a dome. They're playing for not just the incentive, but also for an MVP and the one seed in the AFC. Mahomes might put together a historic masterclass in this game. I, there's really a lot of ways Mahomes could torch this defense, either big plays or just nickel and diming downfield. But he's had at least 328 and eight of the last 11. So his number isn't even that high based on his recent numbers. Give Mahomes passing yards. I'll take the incentive. And for my anytime touchdown, uh, where do I want to go for this one? I'm gonna go back to my, I'm gonna go back to my guy. Give me give me Evan Ingram at plus two ten. It's Tennessee's defense against tight ends. I really can't hammer home this point enough. They are so bad against tight ends that I have to consider taking it. Plus two ten, I like the odds. I'll take it. The people can't see me giving the double bird right now. Yeah, I know. They can't see it, but I, I got to address the value. Anything else for people before we get up out of here, Scott? Uh, no, not really. Looking forward to the rest of the card. I know that uh, Munaf and I are going to cover some of the rest of that card with the afternoon games, which you should be recording probably in like half an hour. So stay tuned for that. But yeah, big weekend, a lot of sports going on. Even got the college football championship next Monday. Uh, Yeah, a lot of sports going on, a lot of money to be made. So let's make some money. Absolutely. He's at Rush Show Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. Make sure you follow at SGPN NFL on Twitter. Subscribe, comment, like all that stuff on YouTube, NFL Gambling Podcast, and leave us reviews on Spotify and Apple. Please, please, please leave us reviews on Spotify and Apple. 
other than that, I mean, I really don't have anything else to say, nothing else to do. This is the last week of the regular season. Let's go. We are out of here.